Greetings, all. This is YNB College of the Benchmark Podcast. I'm joined by Brother Wolf here. I don't like you so bad. <laughs> Besides my brother being petty for no reason. Um, today we're here to go ahead and think critically, but more importantly, use life experience so we come out ahead because there's no reason to fail when we already know what the blueprint for, for success is. There's no reason to fail when we know what the blueprint for success is. So, today is about insurance in hospitals, specifically medical insurance. I think we've all had our fair share of, I don't want to deal with this, and the headache, and the hours on the phone, but it's worth it to save the money that we save. Have you had anything close to that experience? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it Insurance is a hassle you know either way the cut goes knowing what it'll cover knowing what it'll pay for uh and you know since covid it's gotten even more crazier but you know um because of the fact that with my income level with me being unemployed for a while i was able to reap the benefits of uh medicaid uh and now, unfortunately, that time has came to an end. Has come to an end. So I'm back in the private sector as far as insurance is concerned. And how much fun are you having with that? Not at all. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? Surprise, right. surprise. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and give a lesson. Now, mind you, I'm repeating the lesson as it was told to me, and I'm definitely going to go ahead and take it in because I recently went to the doctor, got some health diagnoses and whatnot, and I need to go ahead and address these. And I'm already having part of a headache, hopefully not as much of a headache as him. Uh, so let's start with the base point. And I believe the best base point and the best way to explain this is we, the consumer, have an expectation of ease of use. That means when I get the product, I expect the batteries to be in it. I expect it to be easy to go from A to B. I expect you to only tell me about things that are in network. I expect my insurance information to follow me. All that kind of fun stuff, right? So one of the easiest things everyone can do, and I think you know this one, it's already been said before, but anytime you receive a bill for mm-hmm. medical services rendered, request an mm-hmm. itemized mm-hmm. bill. Receipt. An itemized receipt, itemized bill, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't understand what I'm saying, Get charged $10 for two aspirin, and then you'll completely understand. Two. Not a bottle of aspirin. Not two bottles of aspirin. <laughs> no, but just two of little small pills. Yeah, that's that's interminable. Mm-hmm. And when you get that, you'll start to see that, oh, I don't want this, I don't want this, or you can remove that. or And make it a point to ask your provider while you're receiving care, is this covered? Is this not covered? Why is this not covered? What can I do? Do I have an alternative? But to go to what my boss told me, I'm going turning in some some information, and I see the frustration on his face. I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong? What's... Man. And then he goes to proceed to show me a manila folder filled with a bunch of chicken scratch, because I don't know if it's codes or what. I mean, your job and my job are not the same thing, so I don't know what you're doing. No, this is personal stuff he was trying to take care of. He was on the phone, and he had nine separate claims regarding his insurance that we're trying to go ahead and railroad him. So let's start with 
some backstory so you can understand why it's all relevant. So, trying to get, uh, evacuate for Ida, he rolls his ankle some. Trying to go ahead, instead of taking the time to pull the basketball goal down for his son, he just kind of jumps up and pulls it down and puts it away, and he kind of rolled his ankle doing that. Bad on him, and now it comes full circle. So, he goes ahead and he uh, gets a referral for his ankle, right? The referral's in network. He goes to see the doctor. Sees the doctor, and he goes to the building. Hey, doc, my ankle's kind of funny. What do you think? Well, let's go ahead and make sure it's not broken so we can figure out how to properly treat it. Makes sense. Easy with you so far. Uh, in the same building, the same facility, he says, we're going to go get this test done, this test done, and this test done. I think it was blood work, x-rays, and MRI. But blood work to make sure no infection or anything like that. And x-rays and MRI to get a direct reading and make sure. Well, he's like, sure. What, what do I do? He's like, oh, just go down this hallway and go here. And, Gets, and I just want to make sure that this is not a situation where it's just like a quest diagnostic in the building or like anything like that. I just, all right, so why do you ask that question? Well, I'm just saying certain buildings have other companies that rent out space in it and everything like that. So I just want to make sure that everybody out there understands, no, it wasn't that kind of situation. It was. Ah! Go ahead. It was. So, if you don't get what's going on right now, when you have a building that's rented, whoever's inside the building is not necessarily under the same network. They're just renting a building. And this is where, it get, going back to what I said about entitlement, expectation, ease of use, I expect that if I go to the eye, ear, nose, and throat doctor, that if I go see this doctor, and in the same building there's an x-ray technician, machine, clinic, whatever, and the doctor says, go next door and get your test, I would expect that to be in network under his auspices to make everything easy. Not the case. Right. My, my He goes to the, uh, gets the referral, gets the three things done, and he's like, wait, why is this a problem? The doctor ordered it, it was in the same building, but because it was not in network, even though the doctor ordered it, and it was so, proximity defines everything, no. What ended up happening? He's going to have to pay for this out of pocket because it was out of network. I wish you could see my brother's face right now. He's just doing the, oh, Davey. <laughs> and I, if, I oh, mean, I, 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 I've had a, a situation happen, even though... Uh, uh, at the time, my, my children were on, under Medicare, but I've had a, a situation happen where um, uh, there was a radioactive isotope in which one of my children had to have in order to map his kidneys. Okay, so a map tracker. his kidneys you know, uh, area. Uh, yeah. And that radioactive isotope, um, the doctor that does it is covered under the insurance 100% everything like that but the radioactive isotope was not covered what? under the insurance that it, it in and here's the thing the lab that it was at was covered under the insurance but the isotope itself Are you serious? was not covered under the That's insurance That's like saying you hire a dishwasher <laughs> in the equipment but the soap is out of network <laughs> What? So that's kind of the reason why I kind of I, I, I kind of knew uh, some some part of this. So, suffice to say that radioactive isotope costed over a thousand dollars. 
And and I bet you the amount of the isotope and what it costs to do it is about three hundred. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh my! Markup, markup, <laughs> markup. Well, I wasn't aware that that was that level of foolishness. I would, and, and I guess, and when you deal with urgent care or small, uh, small doctors or whatnot, you know, a lot of stuff is individually privatized out. Man, I just learned my lesson on that one. So this, he's this was Children's Hospital. Are you serious? Yes, I'm. I'm very serious. The words I want to say <laughs> are not appropriate for human consumption, especially because I'm drinking whiskey right now. <laughs> that, mm. But continue, continue, bro. All right. So where was I? So yeah, gets the, the three tests done in the building, and none of the tests are actually. Uh, none of the, the, the providers are in network, even though it was ordered by the doctor in network and whatnot. So, what's the, the lesson we learned? You ask your doctor if this is in network, and if not, what are the alternatives? And if possible, can an exception be made? And this is where it gets disgusting. The uh, Once contacted the insurance to find out from for the future... Hey, what do I do for this? Oh yeah, the nearest in-network uh, place that does this kind of work is in Baton Rouge. Now, mind you, I understand there are some people who commute two hours for work. That doesn't mean you have to or should. You, It seems like it would be even be easier for this place to say, instead of you driving all the way up, We'll go ahead and build this place a slight markup instead of doing it. Give you permission to make it in network. And then we'll charge you, say, hey, charge them $1,200 and we got you covered. And they'll charge the insurance $1,500. And that way it'll work out so it's not that big a thing as opposed to the numbers that they're trying to do. But yeah, that's lesson number two. Lesson number one was itemized bill, itemized receipt. Option number two, excuse me, lesson number two, always insure you know what is or is not in network why and what are your options now you ready for for number three sure thing so number three so he's already rolled his ankle he went got the test and whatnot well uh he went to florida for whatever reason right well the ankle's acting up like swollen just your ankle's the size of your face you can't walk on it so goes to urgent care because it's the easiest thing because you know Car insurance and medical insurance are not the same, even though it seems like they'd be bigger networks at this point in time. Whatever. Goes to urgent care, puts all the information out. Hi, I'm XYZ person. I live at 1234 5th Street. All this stuff, right? And he's like, yeah, da-da-da-da-da. Here's my insurance information. Feel free to bill them. Cool, dandy, whatever. He calls him up because he's like, man, a few weeks haven't gone by and I haven't heard anything. What's going on? And he calls like, yeah, make sure to hit the insurance up. And let them go ahead and take care of everything. Guess what happened? Hmm. No, no, guess. I'm, I'm, I'm forcing you to do it. Um, let me see. The insurance company said because he was in a different area, uh, it wasn't going to cover it. Incorrect. Okay. It's a little better than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear this, you're actually wrong. <laughs> I don't know why or what happened, but for some reason, insurance did not get billed. So instead of billing the insurance, they billed him directly. And because they billed him directly, 
and he did not get a record of the activity, straight to collections. Wow. Think about that for a second. Yeah. You get, and, like, luckily enough, he was like, yo, I got a record of doing this, doing this, doing this. I told you this. And he's fighting it. And that's what nine claims. Nine separate claims. That's stupid. Nine separate claims. Seventy of these are easily an expectation that's not explained to you because when you have to get insurance, I've never gotten an instruction manual. Mm-mm-mm. And I'll tell you this right now. Most Americans probably wouldn't read the instruction <laughs> manual. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean it, sorry to cut you off, but the, the last part I think of all the time is the scene from The Incredibles where he's trying to guide people through the maze of bull. Right. That's what it amounts to, and that's why that scene was so funny for adults because we're like, that was Thursday, <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, the funny thing is, is we, uh, it as, as a sidebar to this, are you aware of the, the OTC cards, what they are, the what? What, what they mean? So uh, Obviously not. Excuse me, obviously not. So what is an OTC so, card? So uh, these are cards in which for certain medical programs, certain medic, uh, medical... Oh, is those uh, the ones you get in the mail that says this is... Yeah, your, yeah, okay. and they put money on your... When you have services done, like a doctor's visit, well, what, or what, pay for your, your uh, medication or your insurance, okay. or, or something like that. Um... They'll they'll put money on their card, and you can use that in order to do other things that should be healthy things, right? Like, you know, getting medications that you might you might need or, or, or a service. Like yeah. So, the funny thing is, is these OTC cards. You know, uh, at the place in which I work, we have a big problem. Whereas, at different retailers, they're good for different things. What? Because it's an agreement met in between the OTC provider and the retailer saying what it actually covers. So, so once again, that, I need an instruction? And that's what I said. And if you want to know what it is that's covered and at what location is covered, the only place where it's available is online on the website. <sighs> and when you're dealing with a lot of older people... That's not an option. Exactly. So more often than not, it comes into where people come up with about five or six items and they say, here, they're all healthy. They all should be able to go on my OTC card. When I bring it to Walmart, it goes on my OTC card. Hello, Walmart. <laughs> when I bring it to Walmart, it goes on my OTC card. And then we're like, uh, okay, bing, 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 put it in. Go ahead, put your OTC card. Go ahead, put in the OTC card. OTC card only covers 25% of it. We're like, well, we don't know what it is that it's not covered. Do you? No. So and it's not the the, the the. So you have to void out that transaction and try to put more items in and see which ones are covered out of those items, and then void out that transaction. And then if that doesn't work, you have to see which ones are covered out of those items and void out that transaction. And you, at this point, you have five or six people in line looking like, what the hell? Why don't you know how to do your damn job? Yeah, exactly. Which, once again, goes... I want things to be easier. Yes. I believe the headache does not have to happen. It seems to me... that So, I don't want to give credit to this right now, but uh, I am, we're, we're going to go into it later. I've been diagnosed with sleep apnea, yeah. and it is a 
quite literally silent killer because you don't hear it till it's too late. But what's so funny about it is I don't know if you've done this, but if you go to Amazon and you go ahead and type in uh, HSA approved items, there's going to be a little. Have you? You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. All right, so I'm literally pressing the buttons right now. So I literally just put it in HSA, and it says HSA FSA approved products only. Click it, and then look, FSA or HSA uh, eligible, and it'll go down. FSA or HSA. So whatever it is, you can use your FSA or HSA debit card, purchase it through Amazon, and be good to go. And it's, oh. it's clear. It's already figured out that this is good, this is not good. You don't okay. have to do these taxes and all that kind of stuff, but... If Amazon can do it, yeah, others can too. Walmart should be right behind it. Target should be right behind it. Right. Whoever, it, uh, Dwayne Reed don't really exist as much. You know right, what I mean? right. But the point being is, there's ways to streamline this to make it so that way people do what actually use your product. Right. And once people use your product and you built up goodwill, what's going to happen? Money comes in for no reason. Right. Hand over fist. So. Back to what I was saying, the point is, is that we don't know why the urgent care facility did not bill the insurance. It could have been lost in translation. They could have been slothful and not do it. My boss could be lying. Just to make sure that's abundantly clear. There are multiple options. But the easy option is what? For them to just say, I don't feel like pressing all these buttons. You know, XYZ person on 1234 5th Street. Bloop. Now you got to deal with the consequences. And imagine if you are living on the razor's line as far as uh, insurance, or excuse me, finances go. Living on the razor's line with finances, and all of a sudden your credit score drops, now your insurance increases, or whatever, and now you're just dealing with more and more. It's unfruitful, it's unfair, but it's the life we live in. And that's why I wanted to make sure I shared these experiences so we don't have to think critically. The protocol, policy, and procedure is written out for you to succeed. And this is uh, at the end of October 2022 that I'm telling you this. So the information might become dated. It might be. It might stay relevant. But I want you to know these three things. What are these three things? Number one, itemize receipt. Mm-hmm. Number two, is it in network? And if it's not, what are my options? And number three, did you bill my insurance? And if you did, if you did, can you give me records saying I billed the insurance? Right. And that way you at least have something you can work with when you go ahead and try to fight on the phone for the two, three, four, or in my, my nine cases. It's unnecessary. It's idiotic. But what is, <laughs> the three words in the English language that can go ahead and explain most situations, follow the, the money. money. Yep. So if it works that I can go ahead and get a late fee off you or... Make it so that way it's so convoluted or just, I don't want, does money make this go away? Here's money. Right. And that's how things are. Do you have anything you want to add to that? No, I, I think you've uh, hit the benchmark on that one. Fair enough. And I want you all to go ahead and reach it as well because there's no reason for that amount of idiocy. But with that said, hopefully we've taught you, we've taught you how to think critically and use our experiences so you don't have to go through this same one because last week... It was going ahead and dealing with a whole lot of lost data. Mm-hmm. Now I don't want you to lose money for anything. But uh, this I is why closing B- time. Yeah, this is why B. Collins joined with Brother Wolf. Enjoy, guys. Be safe.
This is Collins, and thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, product of Benchmark Media, LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact the professional for any help you may require. We'd like to thank all of our guests for their contributions, and of course to you, our listening family. Don't forget any of our sponsors. Please visit and support them as well. Our intro and outro music is Acid Trumpet by Kevin McLeod. Remember to contact us at therealbenchmarkpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on all our social media outlets, such as Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us via our PayPal. Or you can donate me a drink. All rights reserved by Benchmark Media, LLC. Collins out.